Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. The green and gold box of Rio Thompson candies sits on the sideboard like a beacon of hope. Nestled inside, emitting a slight hint of mint, lies the chocolate that inspires you, that helps you do better and be better. A special treat for the end of a good day must be a Rio Thompson's mint smoothie. But here's a secret tip. You really don't have to wait to the end of the day. Treat yourself anytime you like. Rio Thompson Candies in Stratford. Mint smoothie inspiration in a green and gold box. Welcome back to the Empire Builders Podcast. I'm Dave Young, and Stephen Semple and I are talking about marketing and advertising and these stories about how companies got started and then got big, how they built their empires. You said in this episode, based on a question... We're going to actually do a little bit of marketing math. This is all kind of math that you can do in your head, I think. Yeah, we're going to keep it simple because I want to be able to do the math in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it comes down to the sheer amount of money and revenue that can be had by products that don't cost a lot. This comes as a question that was posed to us. And I think, you know, we've done a lot of podcasts on products like that. You know, Burt's Bees Lip Balm. Mm-hmm. Um Chiclet's gum, Wrigley's gum. We've done a couple on Wrigley's gum. And we've got the Super Bowl coming up around the corner. And I had somebody ask me, said, well, why would you spend tens of millions of dollars on this big Super Bowl ad to sell a $2 candy bar? It makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Or a couple dollar bag of chips or something, right? Right. Same thing. And yet we see Frito-Lay ads everywhere and Doritos Mm -hmm. and... You know, Reese's Pieces and all of these products that are low priced and these big advertising campaigns behind me. You go, what the heck? How does this work? So it comes down to total volume in any given population. Let's look at candy. How much candy is being sold? Well, this is the thing you need to understand. You need to understand this concept of market share because ads are driven to gaining market share. So if you think of your market share as the slice of the pie, the market size is the pie, your market share is the slice of that pie. So the first thing you have to figure out is how big is your pie? How big's the pie? So for example, on chocolate candies, let's just look at chocolate candy. This is not all candy. Not all candy. Just chocolate Chocolate candy. Chocolate candy. In the United States, $11 billion a year is spent on chocolate candy. So that's the size of the pie. That works out to being just over $31 a person. Okay. So, we're, gosh, we're all spending 31 bucks on chocolate candy every right. year. Now, here's where the Super Bowl ad idea comes in. The second largest company for making candy bars is Mars, and they have about a 30% market share. Hmm. Now, again, market share is the overall percentage that you have as a company. So if the pie is $11 billion, your slice is 30% means you're selling $3.3 billion of chocolate a year. Now, what's that have to do with the ad? Now, imagine your ad is just good enough 
to get a few people to decide to buy a Snickers bar. Let's say it's <laughs> one out of 100. That's 1%. Yeah. Now that 1% increase in market share is $110 million in sales. Yeah. So these little tiny movements can yield to big bucks, which is the reason why these big national companies spend these big marketing campaign because what they're hoping to do is that it'll move it a little bit and bring $100 million worth of sales in of a high margin product. Yeah. The numbers are mind-blowing. The numbers are mind-blowing, yes. I mean, even if you take that into a smaller market or, or a single market, we're all still spending 31 bucks on chocolate candy. That's on chocolate candy bars. And now, let's step back and now say you're a small chocolate company in town. What we want to talk about here, Dave, is that's great. That's what Nestle does. Screw Nestle. We don't give a crap about Nestle. How about the little guy in town? The little chocolatier in town, how can they apply this lesson? So let's say you're a small chocolatier in town and chocolate's a bigger category than the chocolate candy bar market. And about $22 billion a year is spent on that. So that comes out to $63 a person. So it's a little bit bigger category, mm -hmm. 63 bucks a person. So now let's say you're in a community market area. So remember we said we're going to do math in our head. Mm -hmm. So I'm not picking a community that's like 250,000 because I can't do 250,000 times 63 in my head, but I can do 1 million times 63 <laughs> in my head because that's $63 million <laughs> that's being spent. And what we know is that if you have a decent mass media marketing campaign, it's really easy to grab 10% of that market. So 10% of that market means it's a $6.3 million opportunity, right? Even if you got 5%, that's a $3 million opportunity. And you know, one of the other challenges on this, if you took all the big chocolate companies, like if you looked at Mars and you know, Lint and all of those, they represent about 90% of the market. So it's that other 10% that's really, that's really up for grabs. All of this starts with understanding what is the market potential and then really looking at it and saying, how much do I need to grow my market share? How do I grow that share market? And that's where basically the mass media advertising comes in. Stay tuned, we're gonna wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. How's business? Yeah. Good. Why isn't it great? We we were growing 20-30% every year for five years. Then we went flat in the last three. Growth used to be easy. Now, nothing we do seems to have the same effect anymore. If you're not growing, you're dying, and I can't stand to think we've hit the top and are coming back down. So you build a hell of a castle and you're worried. Maybe it's time to build an empire. Huh? What you got here won't get you to where you want to go. You need a fresh perspective. There's these guys that are looking for business owners just like you. Smart, customer focused, but with flat sales. What do they do? Build empires, but they don't work with just anyone. You have to be customer focused. So what exactly do they do? Well, some say they're marketers, but I call them crusaders. Check out their website at empirebuilderprogram.com. Like what you see, set up a meeting. Crusaders, empires, castles. I think someone's been getting so old they're medieval. Empirebuilderprogram.com. Check it out before you become a dinosaur. You mean dragon. No, I mean dinosaur. They were good too. 
for a while. Sure you want to be just good? EmpireBuilderProgram.com Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. It's also much easier to grab market share than it is to grow your market. It's easier to convince somebody who's buying chocolate to buy my chocolate than to buy chocolate. When you grow market potential, the size of the market, it doesn't necessarily mean you get more share. It just means it's more out there and it's more up for grabs. And so the only businesses that can really do that have to be already the leaders in the marketplace. So for example, this worked for De Beers, episode 30, because De Beers had this unique control on the diamond market. This worked for Michelin back in episode 27, because Michelin was already the largest tire company in their space. So when you're number one and you're the dominant position to grow, you've got to grow the market. But if you're number three, number four, number five, number six, it's about growing your share. And it all starts with calculating your market and then understanding that to grow your market means you need to increase your share of voice. You need to be heard more and more prominently and all those things. The share of voice, how much you've heard, leads to how much of the brain do we own, which leads to how much of the wallet do we own. And this often can be done. There's some businesses that it's really hard, but there's a lot of businesses that have these national statistics. And yes, you're not coming to exactly the number in your market, but you can get pretty darn close. And if people are interested, contact us, reach out, book one of our 90-minute sessions, the Empire Builder Starter Session. And one of the things that we will do is we'll calculate your market share for you. We'll help you calculate that. We'll help you figure out that number. And then from there, you can figure out what is your share. And then it becomes, okay, how much can I grow my share and what do I need to do that? Typically, it's about who's the leader and how can I get just a few people to buy my product rather than their product. We have a real life example of this. You know, there's a small chocolate company that we work with in a little town in Ontario that is a client of one of our partners. And they run a really successful radio campaign inside their community. Now, they also have a high visibility store that's in a tourism area, but they've been running this campaign and there's no question it has worked for them. They have grown market share. And then from that, like when we talk about you can reach out beyond that. They've also then been able to build a fairly decent online business just based off of the experience customers have had when they've come to their store. But it has all started with this idea of we need to gain share in our marketplace. And so there are examples of this being used by small local businesses. And the ad that you heard at the beginning of this podcast is for that company. And you don't think about the $2 chocolate bar, you think about the $63 per person per year times the number of people in your community. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review. And if you have any questions about this or any other podcast episode, email to questions at the Empire Builders Podcast. Dot com.